0: to be married to him, and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, Well, we made it to Christmas Eve after uh, a busy season and and watching and waiting. Uh, We have made it and it's such a beautiful night with um, uh, wonderful people and beautiful music and and just, it's great. But I do have one regret. I haven't gotten to watch my favorite Christmas movie yet. Uh, Any ideas what it is? Somebody I've already talked to about this, but It's a Wonderful Life is my all-time favorite Christmas movie. Um, I, I, I just love that movie. Hopefully I'll get to watch it, I don't know, maybe tomorrow or, or the day after, something like that. It's uh, just, uh, it's, it doesn't feel like Christmas unless I've gotten to, to see it. Um, and, and I love that movie for probably the same reasons that, that many of you love it, if, if you do. Um, it, it's, it's a movie that, that I think questions and, and answers the, the value of a normal person's life. Does, does my life matter? And, 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 and in the movie comes the answer, doesn't it? Yes, George's life did matter. And, and I, I love the way that, that the movie exam, examines different scenarios, the, the what-ifs uh, of life. And, uh, you know, in, in, instead of George being there to save his brother that day, lots of lives change. Instead of George uh, helping the pharmacist, the boy dies. Instead of a life with Mary, there is loneliness. Instead of on and on it goes and situation after situation with George's life mattering. Instead, that is quite a word. And and it's a word that I just want to briefly talk about tonight. And and as we do, we will look at Isaiah 61. uh, And it's a, a passage focused on the word instead. Let's pray together as we go to God's word. Father, we thank you for your timeless truth. We thank you that we can trust our very lives to your word, to your wisdom. Father, would you help us to hear it tonight? Would you remind us of the great news that has been promised over and over again to us? Would you help us to hear it again tonight? In Jesus' name, amen. So we're in Isaiah uh, chapter 61 this evening. We're going to read verses 1 through 4 and then we'll go down and read verses 10 through 11. to give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the garment of praise instead of a faint spirit, that they may be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. They shall build up the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastation of many generations. And down to verse 10. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall exult in my God. For he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decks himself like a priest with a beautiful headdress. As a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its sprouts. And as a garden causes what is sown in it to sprout up. So the Lord will cause righteousness and praise to sprout out up before all the nations. When I, when I read this passage, when you hear this passage, you might uh, have had a, a memory of, a, of another uh, story in the Bible, uh, the time in Luke 4 when Jesus begins his public ministry. That might have sounded familiar to you. How did he begin when he started his public ministry? It says that he was at the synagogue in his hometown, and, and he stood up and he was handed the Isaiah scroll, and he read this passage. This very passage. And at the end of it he said, Today in your hearing, this passage has been fulfilled. Isaiah 61 was fulfilled. What what did Jesus mean when he, when he said that? Well, Jesus had come. To bring good news to the world. Good news to the world. And, and, And he had come to set the captives free. To tell the world of the Lord's favor. Jesus had come to bring instead. He had come to bring instead. Instead of ashes, there would now be beauty. Instead of mourning, now there could be gladness. There could be joy and praise instead of sadness. Instead of brokenness and devastation, there would be rebuilding. There would be repair instead of destruction. Tonight, you and I need to worship the God of instead. Because you and I know ashes. In mourning and sadness, and difficulty, we know what it means to have a life in ruins and devastation. But with the coming of Christ, those things are not supposed to be our reality anymore. Instead of a life of ruins, we now have a life of peace and hope and joy and love. Those things are are bigger than what you and I experience day after day in in this world. Because these are lasting truths. This is fulfilling God's word as he has promised. That's what the Messiah came to do. To bring life and peace and hope and joy and love. And then there's one last thing I must quickly mention tonight. Salvation. Salvation. Yes, even on Christmas Eve, we must talk about salvation, the ultimate reason that Christ has come. Instead of death and judgment, Christ has come to bring salvation. Look at verse 10 again. It says, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall exult in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decks himself like a priest with a beautiful headdress. As a bride adorns herself with her jewels. He has clothed us in the garments of salvation. If you remember and go all the way back to Genesis 3, you may remember that when Adam and Eve sinned, they recognized their sin and their shame and they, they hid and they tried to cover themselves. What did they try to cover themselves with, do you remember? With with leaves, right, yeah, with with vegetation. And and, and I wasn't there, obviously, but I can only imagine that it was a, a really sad and pathetic attempt to cover their shame, to cover their sin with 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 leaves. It was no good. It was incomplete. It, It could not cover their sin. And and if you remember that story in in Genesis 3, what does God do at the very end of the story? He he covers them, doesn't He? He covers them. But instead of leaves, it says that the Lord covers them with animal skins. Where, Where did the skins come from? From a sacrifice. From a sacrifice that was made by God on their behalf God made a sacrifice to cover their nakedness to cover their shame and their sin and now in Isaiah 61 Isaiah says that we can rejoice because God has clothed us in garments of salvation in robes of righteousness And what are these garments what are these robes he's talking about How can Jesus say that that this passage was fulfilled by him? How can he say that? Well, we know through many places in Scripture, in places like Philippians 3.8, where Jesus clothes us, it says, in his righteousness, through his sacrifice, through his blood, we are covered by him. Jesus made the sacrifice that we couldn't so that we could know salvation. His blood covered us. Those are the garments of salvation. Instead, Jesus died in our stead. That is what Jesus came to do. That is why Christmas is the beginning of joy and hope and peace and life and love. That is why we who were walking in darkness have seen a great light. Emmanuel has come to ransom captive Israel. Salvation is here because of Christ. Let's pray. Father, we love this night. We love all that is to come. But most of all, would you help us to recognize... The ultimate good news that Isaiah saw that Isaiah prophesied, and that was our salvation through the blood of the lamb, who would clothe us in his righteousness, so that we could have salvation, not of our own doing, not of our own good works, not of our own righteousness, but of his. Father, fill us with that joy and life and hope and peace and that, that confidence that we are deeply, deeply loved because of Christ. We pray this in his name. Amen. Christ the Savior has been born, and so we have love and life and hope and peace and joy and salvation. May you share it with the world. Have a Merry Christmas with you and your family and friends. Christ the Savior is born. Amen.